0: Somebody talk. Yeah. Hello?
1: Oh, are you on Sorry. here?
0: Yeah, I think we are. We're. It's, um, it's oddly, so like a, like a couple of weeks ago, it was, here in Austin, it was like highs in the mid-80s, and now it's like cold and wet, and the wind is blowing about, well, I don't know, it seems like 700 miles an hour, but it might be like 30. We well, topped you, out at 60 degrees today. Yeah. You know, yeah. know what
1: they say about the weather? anywhere it'll change it, it'll yeah just, change. Wait, a minute, just change. wait a minute it'll change just wait a minute it'll That is an like expression February that everybody from
2: whatever geographical what, what, location what, what, thinks is unique to their unless not just geor- unless, unless they're
0: from LA or Honolulu yeah where you could be
1: a weatherman with no prior experience okay so like, right if yeah. you live in a desert um then yeah sure then then you get a free pass on the But anywhere else you go like you know like they're I, like
0: oh you know about the weather in you
2: Indiana know about the weather man.
1: here you know <laughs>
0: Just wait five minutes; it'll change. Anyway, weather stuff is boring, <laughs> except for the fact that that Good. we are we are in Mark's garage, and everybody is like all uh, bundled like, up. Yeah, we're a little bundled.
1: Yeah, I was so. just thinking. You know, th- this first part of the show has become it's alternately where we talk about people that died or what the weather is like. Our weather forecast. It's the weather forecast. Like if you go yeah. back and listen to old shows, this is this where we talk about old people dying. Or what the weather's like. Welcome we need like to a famous bit old bit person column. to
2: die because of the weather. Sure, and that'll be like yeah. And then
1: our, I, like our I heads will I can see where explode. your logic's yeah. taking you. All right. Well, that was that was fun. Let's let's play some theme music. Uh, I'm Shane. Ryan. I'm Kevin. And I'm Mark. <laughs> Somebody likes it. Anybody watch the Grammys? Nope. Oh,
0: all of it. I what I do is I watch the Grammys and then I uh, uh, and then I tape them so I can watch them again. And on, you, and like you on have on a whole VHS library, library? I, I, on VHS tape. I, I have <laughs> them transcribed. <laughs> I do. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, and then I uh, reenact them through interpretive dance for my children.
2: Oh my God,
1: that's amazing! It's
0: amazing. Yeah, we do we true. do
3: puppet shows in my house, but very similar.
0: Well, we did those, and then I lit all the puppets on fire. Like, uh, anyway, none of this we is drunk. true. I didn't. I watched. Oh. I caught like very very little of the Grammys.
1: Where Ryan, you were gone last year when we had the Grammy discussion, weren't you? I don't. I don't remember you being here. Uh,
2: no, maybe.
1: Or maybe he, you're just so bored. I think so he was here he to gripe about it. the
3: Grammys
2: last
1: year. Yeah, I think I was here. Okay, well, maybe you were. I our takeaway was, it is the least i mean all award shows are useless but it's it's the it's the most useless i don't know the it's espys the are pretty it's pretty useless i'm saying if yeah, the
2: espys does to take itself ser- seriously as
0: as my wife said um hey uh don't the like winning at that sport, isn't that like what you're isn't that, isn't like that the th- award? The trophy? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you do you need like a
1: statue of LeBron? I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> uh, of the of the four of, of the of four the, majors, the of, Egot awards, yeah. as it were. Yeah, um,
2: your your Emmys, your Grammys, your Oscars, Oscars and Tony's. And the Tony's
1: it's the least useful. The Grammys is easily
2: yeah, the oh, sure. the, the yeah. least yeah.
1: respectful Yeah, Which is weird because it ostensibly the the music industry is is geared, it's a more youth geared industry than, you know, the Tonys, I think. Do you
2: remember the year that Jethro Tull won Best Metal Band? I
1: do remember that because I was in high school and I was watching it with my buddies. It was the first year that that, that metal was a category. And I, I I won't say that we were all, like, on our knees in front of the TV, like, holding hands, wishing for Metallica to win. Mm-hmm. But it, it was kind of like, so it feels like that in my memory, something like that but happened.
0: But it, it doesn't that kind of feel like on some level that you want, like, the establishment,
1: the establishment of the establishment to, like, to validate reality? Like well, those yeah, like and so that's an interesting I mean there were there this year they, they they were being really praised because they in various categories nominated um some some people that you would never see on Grammy lists, like you know, Courtney Barnett, who we've talked about on the right, show before right. we all love, uh, was nominated in the best new artist category, along with some other not normal industry people that you would see and the person that won was megan trainer who if you guys don't remember her big hit talks about how it's all about that bass. she's all about that base oh oh that's yeah, yeah that's certainly it's alternative
0: uh was the category no it's just best new artist best, best new, new artist, artist.
1: oh yeah. um yeah. yeah so innovative yeah incredibly innovative right <laughs> yeah. and then you have right. other categories with great bands wolf alice i think was uh alternative in there i mean they were just they, they, you know, they were, Kendrick Lamar like was the big winner of the night and I do like his stuff. Is um, that like um, you said who Will Fallis? Like it's somebody like somebody's really <laughs> that, literal porn uh, oh, oh, name. Oh, no. Well no, that's that's the that's the uh, what what are those like they had the they have they do have the porn star awards too. Should we add that to our Avians?
2: It's the Egata. The yeah. Avians. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's the Egata. The Egata. Yeah, if you could get all five of those, I'm really <laughs> impressed. That,
1: that's amazing. Who
3: nominates the Grammys? Is that is it like an academy type of uh, yeah
1: Foundation? yeah it's a it's another kind of academy thing. it's the recording academy recording of recording artists. so it's arts and a bunch of science. people that
2: know nothing about music basically
1: well yeah, and the people that vote for it RIA, that's
2: maybe recording industry Association of America something, or something like that, that. Yeah. yeah but uh, this is
1: a, it's another like if you think about it, if you compare it you know to say the baseball all star game for example sure this is like if can you imagine what a different Grammys, it would be if you gave all the there votes were baseball to music players journalists. There? No, yes, to <laughs> baseball players for sure. No, I'm saying like in in the baseball and All Star game, the, the people that get votes are are, are, are um, the majority of them are are baseball writers. Well, fans
2: vote too, but uh, right. But, yeah. but, but majority, it's weighted more towards the baseball writers. Yeah. So
1: if you gave all of the votes to music critics, can you imagine what a different what a different award show that would be? <laughs> yes,
2: it would be. Yeah, it'd yeah. be. like Radiohead every year. It would be I,
0: well, and it would be. I would I would think that it might be more of a meritocracy, but it would be a different like it'd just be different the different wrong people yeah kind the of. different yeah. wrong people yeah <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> well we should get on to uh, the matter at hand correct which so, uh, we pivoted yeah so um, I wasn't here last week and um, I the the album that was discussed uh, what what would you say the new pornographers we'll we'll punt that to next week okay good so I picked um, Exile on Main Street by the Rolling Stones. Uh, a band Did you say Exile on Main Street? Exile on oh, Main Street. Apparently that one. no one can understand what I I'm Will Fallis and Street. You're just speaking quickly. Anyway, but yeah, Exile on Main Street. Exile on Main Street by the Rolling Stones. And, um, yeah, I did a bunch of blow on the way over here. That oh, good. But Just to put myself in the mood of the Rolling Stones. Like just sure. Just 1970. 1970. The yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, and I totally meant to start a heroin habit
0: tonight, and I just flat forgot. I like, did, too. Yeah. Yeah, I got some <laughs> of that, <laughs> too. been <got> busy.
1: I've
4: <laughs>
0: been
1: passed out in my yard for a while. And but Anyway. Let me tell you something about the Rolling Stones from my point of view. I'm not a Rolling Stones fan. Never have been. Um, everything that I listen to... I mean, there's... there's That gr- seems consistent. There's brilliant stuff by them. Uh, Give Me Shelter is a brilliant song.
2: Well, I think you're probably about like I am. I like the singles. Yeah. Like the classic singles. Sure. Yeah, I can get by on a, on a copy of Hot Rocks for the rest of my life and probably never need to hear anything else. Well, about. and yeah. so
1: I'll, I'll get to that in just a second. So I have heard about this album and it and it's supposed to be dangerous in some way i guess it had filtered to me and it's just like it's like this like legendary it's like legendary and it it's become their like greatest album somehow and uh and i listened to it and the first song hot rocks right that's the first song in
2: oh uh, no hot rocks is the name of their greatest hit oh sorry 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 um,
0: it's also a name of a pretty nifty sushi dish if you ever go to uh, uh, one of those places. Yes. Hot Rock. Yeah. Uh-huh. Is, rock's like Off is, is rocks the name. Off. Rock's Sorry, Off. Sorry, I knew there was rocks in there yeah. somewhere.
1: So I listened to this album. I should know all this stuff. I should have my notes. I left them at home. Um, I listened to it, and that first song, I'm like, oh, okay, fuck, yeah, I totally am going to get this record, and I'm going to get the Stones, which basically when I listen to them, it, it's kind of like drinking, like, Rock and roll flavored water to me. They all it all sounds the same and runs together, and uh, and that's but that song even the, there's saxophone in it and it's great and it, and it and it and it and it turns a new page and it sounds different from the stuff I'd heard before, and then it sounds like a bar band record. Mm-hmm. It just sounds like a, a It's c- just
2: like you know somewhat competent blues.
1: No, no 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 no. They're great musicians on this album. I mean, the, it, but but the, there's no song. It sounds like a uh, bunch of dudes jamming in some bar in Chicago somewhere. It's like Chicago blues. It's not very good. There's no song. The only songs on it are the singles. Those are great. Mm-hmm. Like, Happy, that song is fucking like awesome, song. man. Uh, Tumbling Dice, that song is fucking great. I mean, there's great songs on it, but for the most part, it's like rock and roll flavored water. It just all blends together, and it sounds like the Stones. Well, we should probably explore
0: that to some extent because I think there. my guess is, I mean, I could. I could be projecting, but I my guess is that a little bit of the reason that you feel that way is because when this record came out, you were very very young and like sort of the Rolling uh, that I version, of the rolling, like, no, yeah, well, that version of the rolling Stones is like no yeah but but that version of the Rolling Stones has like always been you know dated to all of us yeah but, but you're anyway.
1: quali- you don't have to qualify the Beatles I mean in... well no, no I think
2: every one of us here tonight. Like there's no question, Beatles versus Stones. Like, that's just
1: a stupid argument. Yeah.
2: yeah. So
0: so anyway, so one of the pieces that I pulled that I uh, there was a, there were a lot of really interesting insights about this record that that uh, that I kind of got a kick out of. But um, this is a little piece from the excerpt from the uh, New York Times write up of the reissue of this album, and the the author here says. Uh, kind of encapsulates a little bit of what I'm kind of hearing from you, Shane. He says I find most of Exile good, but not great. I can see it as a, uh, he says I can't see it as a masterpiece. Not only because I distrust the idea of masterpieces, but because I especially don't want one from the Stones, who make songs and albums like Bird's Nests, collaborative tangles with delicate internal balance. Uh, and have a history of great triage work, assembling bits and pieces recorded over a long period. But Exile remains the preference of the most judicious Stones fans. Why? What is its essence?
1: Like, essentially, like, he's like, I don't totally
0: get it. Right,
1: so like, and I think there's a point to be made. I mean, he's He's got a, a couple of points in there, no, not the least of which is, it, it, if you listen to the song, if you listen to the album, if it's in the background, and, I mean, it, sonically, it's very consistent, I could easily, like you know, um, you could be having a party and have it on in the background and have it be great party music. I could be you having know, a party. Could could be what? I could be having a party. Why you couldn't c- I have a party? You could, I didn't say you could have parties a party. Before. He wasn't saying you, couldn't. Saying oh, you okay. couldn't have a party. I'm not saying you could have a party i am not saying you could have a party. Oh, okay. It was a hypothetical. Yes. Okay, I'm with you. God damn it. This <laughs> kind of felt like a party till you fucking started jumping on my shit. I know, dude. I know.
3: Party pooper. Yeah. Oh, anyway, God. but...
0: You know, I mean I think the other like sort of elephant in the room that we really haven't talked about that gets discussed a lot with this record is the fact that A Mick Jagger doesn't really love it. Like he's he's kind of been on like vocally on record over the years about the
1: fact that he this is not his favorite I'm with them. of theirs. I, I didn't yeah. I didn't know that uh I, I will say I'll say one thing about this album. The story behind it is infinitely more interesting than the actual listening to it. Like there are so many wormholes and rabbit holes to fall down when you're well, reading about how got I think it's the record it where
0: Keith started heavily using heroin. It was, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. That's the other thing is that like essentially, it sounds like the band, you know, this this record was recorded over three years period, and it was re- and it was essentially like kind of almost presented like these two different bands. One were all the drug guys, like all the guys who were using, it, including the engineer, and then the other was like where like, uh, it was like Bill Wyman and Mick Jagger and uh, Charlie, Watts. Charlie Watts.
1: I think they were and all to some degree using, but some more than others. At I mean, the very least, like that's sort of the way that it's getting painted yeah. with a broad brush I mean, on the well, back end. Some, some were more and more into it. Hey, listen, why don't we... Uh, you
4: want to listen go go, to Rocks two,
1: Off? Two, yeah, let's listen to Rocks Off. That This is the second album that I picked where the first song on it is gave you significantly hope. better than the rest of the album. Uh, so yeah, Rocks Off. Let's listen to that
4: one. Kay.
0: So another little excerpt from this uh, this New York Times piece that I think that, that track kind of reminds me of. He's talking about the band that makes this record, and he says, it's not always the band that you know and perhaps love. There are a number of exile tracks whose parts are not played by the usual suspects. He's like, there's Jimmy Miller, who's the producer, who plays drums on uh, Happy, and uh, there's and uh, Shine a Light, who, which is not done by Charlie Watts. M. Night Shyamalan? Yes, M Night Shyamalan, not Shine yeah, Light, which is fucking fired, okay. I, dude. Yeah, I know. But the point is uh, that that there are a bunch of like kind of fill ins because this record was actually you know made around the same time that Let It Bleed and Sticky Fingers were put together. It's a three year project, and so those are two probably more cohesive works. And this one feels like it's kind of big and sprawling. What were the
2: other two that you said? Sticky Fingers and what else? Let It Bleed. Oh, yeah. So those those are, yeah, I guess th- with this, those are like the three that you always Iconic hear about being ones. like legendary. Yeah. And frankly, I think we should probably should have picked one of the other ones. But
1: <laughs> Well, look, I've never heard any of this record before. And I,
2: I was, didn't know that's it either. The thing. Yeah. There, I mean, it, there's actually it, probably more of it that I like than you do, but it's, it's, it's not by much. Well, well, No, well, I don't know. I don't like it. Well, like, during it, its bluesier it's a, parts and barbandier parts, I kept thinking, you know, if I want to hear the blues ripped off by a bunch of pasty British dudes, I'll just listen to Led Zeppelin. Because they do it better.
1: They do it better. That's true. Well, they certainly do it differently. It's just, yeah, it's just, I don't understand, like, it, it gets to the point, like, I really don't understand, like, all the accolades that this album gets, because at the end of the day, It's way too long. It's way too long, and it, it's uh, way too, long, a it's lot way of it too long with not a lot of good songs. Yeah. <laughs> There's not that many songs on it, really. There's a lot of jamming on it and stuff. Like,
2: Well, there was some stuff I liked, like, when surprise, surprise, this wasn't a big hit single, but Turd on the Run. Yeah, um, see, I didn't like that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I didn't like that one because um, I, 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 it school. just sounds like a blues song. It
2: was a little bluesy, but it, I don't know, had a little bit more of a, a jammy thing that I liked or whatever. Um, I just want to see his face. jammy, uh, and <laughs> yeah, I jammy I could, turds. Yes. I definitely couldn't
1: get past the the title anyway. But
2: well, I, what I typically do when I'm listening to these things is I just have it in my car, and if something strikes me that I really like, I'll pick up my phone and look at it. So I don't actually the, the the name didn't mean anything to me until you know already knew I liked the song, um, but um, just, that's
1: nice to peer behind the curtain, let, let it me loose just say that.
2: all down the line, all that you know. There's there's there are more than just the singles that I like on there's it. There's a not, couple but that but not are, much
1: more. There's a couple that are oh, that are fine. Uh, there's a couple that... I mean, look, there's nothing on this album that's just, that's egregiously bad, and maybe that's why so many well, people you know, are you like... Well, you know what I
2: also thought of um, during some of the more like kind of countrified, bluesy moments? It's like, this is not that far off from Grateful Dead.
1: Well, I thought the same thing, too, and it's recorded kind of the same way it sounds. Like, it's got similar... What, they're all high? Sonic, qual- well, different, yeah. <laughs> diff- different kinds of high. Different <laughs> kinds of high, for sure. Different yeah. kinds of I, drugs. Yeah. I'm sure that there's some weed floating around and... In there so, too. so this well, is kind of interesting
0: to me. Like one of the uh, one of the things that they did when they remastered this record in two thousand and nine was that uh, Mick brought in Don Was, the uh,
2: legendary, legendary producer. producer. Yeah. Also of Was not. I was, was going to yeah, say, was he, know, was he a sort member of hard. Was not Was? It was not Was? They the dinosaur one, one thing? hit. It was yeah. Yeah, 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 something that dinosaur.
0: Yeah. Anyway. Uh, that's a story for another time. But anyway, so he brought he brought Don Woz in and he asked him what he thought. And he, and he said, this kind of struck me as really interesting because it was always something that I, I heard in this record. And I've heard in a lot of like sort of vintage stones, but I couldn't really put my finger on it. And he said, there's a sound that's identified with exile that's become part of the vocabulary for every rock and roll musician subsequently. And this is the ultimate track. Of that style that characterizes exile, it's not sloppiness; it's width, in terms of where everyone feels the beat. You've got five individuals feeling the beat in a different place. At some point, the centrifugal force that of the rhythm no longer holds the band together. So, in that sense, he's like that. That's what
1: I, what sounds sloppy to me. Yeah, a lot of it's kind like, of ramshackle. Well, yeah. I, I know, but I don't. Like, that's the stuff that I like. I like the way it sounds. Yeah, you know, we and, no, like, but I, you kind of you get. Used I to totally get that. But ca- that's that. a, like, that's a really interesting and way too erudite way to put what's going on but <laughs> but it makes complete sense Yeah,
2: like, i'll tell you what like after listening to uh, this record for the first time or maybe just half or something i had to do like a palate cleanser and at the you know at the risk of sounding pretentious and insufferable oh,
0: do i like, I, oh, please, I dialed up some, dialed up some
2: muddy waters of <laughs> manish boy which is just all just like the giant beat
4: now, when i was a young boy at the age of five, my mother's out gonna be the greatest man alive. But now I'm a man, way past 21. I want you to believe me, baby. I have lots of fun.
2: And like just driven home and super simple and like I love muddy waters. Yeah, it's great stuff. I just you know I, I didn't want to be like oh you know fuck the Stones. I was like real blues. <laughs> 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 well, that's, that's
1: kind of true. It's kind like, of what they were doing. <laughs> like, no, I mean, but it, it, you know I've said this a while for a long time about um, about Chicago. I cannot stand Chicago. I don't. I just I always say how how boring the blues is. You know, like how some po- of it's not. No, but, but the Delta Blues, Delta Blues is good is shit. Really good. But then right. there's other stuff. Muddy Waters, Lightning Hopkins. Like you know, th- there's uh, there's stuff after. I think lightning Hopkins was from Houston actually. Dallas. Dallas, is that right? Well, I know that he was in Dallas when when he was blowing up. As much as you, as much as he blew up. Did he play with Blind Lemon? I don't know. <laughs> you
2: just <laughs> love throwing in <laughs> jokes about Blind Lemon, you know, melon pants or whatever
0: melon pants. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, well, you could kind of make up the name for for blues like classic blues guys I'm sure much there's there's training. a like
2: meme generator somewhere
0: that does that for you uh, probably anyway um, yeah, so i but I could see how like you go back to the Muddy Waters or even like to Robert Johnson or um, I love those like Robert Johnson
1: songs but they're they're really shittily recorded yeah. they are they're hard to listen to I, I, I agree with it but then but then you but but then if you go way too far on the other end if you listen to a lot of that B.B. King stuff it's all so bright and brittle and in your face and it's just pristine it, like it's yeah too clean. and it's yeah. not fun to listen to there's no grit in there like yeah. it's, it's no, just I want boring my, my, my blues me. a little dirty yeah, mm. you're right. The, the Rob Robert Johnson it sounds a little <laughs> shitty, <bro. laughs> it does, does right? sound shitty. It's hard to listen. Like the thing about Robert Johnson is you, you can get tell they are good songs well, in there. Yeah, but you get it's like g- it's kind of like a guided by voices record. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, fair, fair <laughs> enough. These I'll would be good those.
2: songs if they weren't recorded on somebody's like Sears jambox. box you know, in his like basement. like a, it's like
1: one of those old like tape recorders <laughs> where the there's a black button with a little orange <laughs> button in the middle yeah. of it when you push it down. Uh, no, th- those Robert Johnson songs. <laughs> after like two of them, you're like, "This shit's good." Uh, that's all I can do with. Like, I need to yeah. a- actually listen to something I can discern. The when actually I'm listening to. Actually, hear what's going on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, let's let's go ahead and listen to another one of these songs. We'll we'll get to your we'll get to your one on. I I think I want to do one more song that I actually like. Uh, well, do you want happy? Do a- yeah, well, well, let's no, do oh, yeah. let's do happy. That's that's a good song. That's
0: great, and there's a good story behind it.
1: Okay, well, you can tell a story when we come back. Okay. So we'll listen to happy. you say that Charlie Watts doesn't he doesn't play drums on that? He doesn't play drums. He's not yeah. the drum leader. Yeah, on and you can tell I I never noticed it before until I'd heard that the dude that played drums on that kicks out. He's got great great fills, like really tight fills. Mm-hmm. But uh yeah, I mean once you know that you're like, Oh yeah, I never thought of it because it sounds like the fucking Rolling Stones and Yeah, that
0: apparently the way that that, that song came together was that like uh, I guess uh, Keith Richards had been High for much of that section, like you just like much of se- the seventies. M- well, much of, uh, probably that. T- well, actually, totally that. Century, but, yeah, um, you um, that. But they say they was spending like, like like
2: thousands of pounds on heroin a day.
0: Yeah, there was just like going through that place, and so anyway, yeah. But he um, he actually turned up early for that session, and the, like there were a few guys around, but not everybody. And so they were just like literally that was a jam, and they were just dicking around in the studio, and then they were like, "Oh, that's actually really good. We had to make something ahead and out this of down. it." Yeah. And so they did. And but that's where you also get into the fact that like Keith Richards sings lead on that song and not uh, Mick Jagger, and it's totally buried in there, and it sounds exactly appropriate. So anyway,
1: well, Jagger's in there though. I mean, well, like, I think, yeah, but I think he can. Yeah, he's got to be because
2: yeah. like I, I I had no idea. Like I've heard Keith Richards sing, and it's not usually a very pretty thing.
0: Well, uh, yeah, but you can always tell, too, with with, um, with Keith Richards, too, that it's, like, it's a little nasally and high and thin and, like, com- certainly there was, there compared was a, to. You know, like,
2: I, I like, record all the old SNL episodes that come up on cable on my TiVo, and, and, like, he was the musical guest, and I was like, oh, this should be interesting, and it wasn't. Yeah. It was mostly just bad. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think he's amazing. Like, he's one of the, the great. You know, when the when this album has flashes of greatness, it's usually a lot to do with him. My favorite he, he yeah. just
1: has that like kind of
2: mean sound, like
1: when he when he nails it. He's got great a great tone to his yeah. Beast of Burden he wrote, and that's I hate that song. I love that song. The point has
0: been made that that really like you can kind of break out like break this double album down into like two parts. And it's like the first two thirds of it is this like kind of debauchery. Like ramshackle thing, and then the last like a
2: bunch of dudes getting drunk at a bar and having a jam. Yeah, kind
0: of. And then the last bar band. The last third of it is like Mick Jagger and Billy Preston well, exploring well, the gospel thing. Well, and there's so that, like, and they get kind
2: of experimental in the middle of it too, a little yeah. bit. There's like touches, just slight touches of like psychedelia, and um, and just screwing yeah, around. Yeah, it in the definitely studio. gets
1: more interesting after the first. Like,
3: I mean, are you are you saying that this fits in with the bar band? Kind of aesthetic, or
0: um, I mean, sure, it's, like, it's yeah, interesting because it sounds. Like, I don't know. I mean,
3: like, we and we discussed it briefly while we were listening, but I think the horn section in this
2: really this shines. Yeah. Oh yeah, they, happy. Like I think it's elevated above the the bar band. You know, I mean it. Yeah, ghetto. It, that a lot of the feels, records are in. Oh, it feels
1: I, I There's some bar bandy stuff like well, what? was the guy like Billy and the Beaters or whatever? Like in the early eighties, there's a bunch of like bar bands with horns in the eighties that. Kind of took, but this is tight uh, to me. That's what we were saying. Are you? It is, did it you is, miss it out is. on the whole first part well, of this actually, fucking show? Actually, that's, like you
2: just just reminded me of something that's one of my like favorite. uh Well, maybe the only George Thorogood quote I know. He was a guy with realistic expectations because he was like, "Well, we just thought we were going to be like a bar band and play on the weekends and stuff, and then we got like a record contract. We didn't expect any of this. <laughs> what is this? I have to <laughs> sign something. Elevate buy a, a house." house? <laughs> Nope. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, it just bar band like, and he like he was just like, I, I think that's very realistic of him. Like, probably same deal with like Georgia satellites. You know, they're like, oh, really? You want to pay us for this?
0: Anyway, yeah. I just figured that they'll end up in a roadhouse sequel. Could be. Yeah. Um, although, which they're uh, making apparently,
2: really without Swayze. Uh, no, he's coming back. Yeah. Oh, yeah? <laughs> the reanimated yeah. corpse of Patrick Swayze? Is
0: <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I'll see that.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, can, I will definitely pay money to I see. Would, I would
2: absolutely see that. pain really yeah, I don't hurt the
1: first now. One. <laughs> 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 Would the acting be that much worse? I don't know. I don't know. Can we go into intermission now? <laughs>
0: Welcome. Today, we're going to speak of a band that we've been actually talking about, uh, you know, of course, we've been talking about the Rolling Stones, which are a band that sort of, that looms uh, comparatively large to most other bands, and uh, sometimes, sometimes we may forget that the road is not always so kind to every band that uh, that comes together, and so... Um, I have I have chosen very few blow
2: roads. Blowing my mind here. <laughs> right, yes we have uh, not it's every like, band is as successful as the Rolling Stones. I know. No. But yeah, but I love the way you are
1: talking right now. Like it's the, it's as though like it's story corner. Yeah. Like you I thought chose. he was like
2: a 1950s educational <laughs> film. <laughs> well narrator. That's exactly what I was thinking. I need to put a little uh, effects on his voice <laughs> yeah. there. Br-
0: Son. <laughs> yes. Tommy likes to listen to the music anyway. Um, so. So, yeah, so today, uh, I one of the one of, every now and again I'll, I'll catch a, a track that I have not heard in a while and it and it takes me back. I get that faraway gaze in my eyes that Ryan likes to talk about and, um, just faraway gazes in particular.
2: I'm kind of obsessed, yes. He, he is kind of obsessed.
0: Anyway, uh, I heard the recently the uh, Godfather's track "Birth School Work Death." I love that, song. which I have not heard in ages and ages and ages. It sounds
1: like it ought to be familiar. To it
0: me. will be I mean, it when will you hear be, it. Yeah. yeah, you'll be like, "Oh, that's one." Anyway, it was a yeah. band
2: that almost broke out in the '80s. Yeah, but.
0: yeah. But this was a this was the title track off their record that came out in 1988, and uh, let us let us let it uh, play.
4: Turn around till upside down with all it's seeing is that I've drowned And I for torture, I felt pain Just like that film of Michael Caine I've been abused, I've been confused And I've kissed my reflection shoes I've been high high
0: Not a lot of narrative going on in that video. If you watch the the official video, video. no. But lyrically, yeah. like, well, they well, that was, all the bases. I, I, that was not part not, of the that's well. part of the reason I wanted to play this is because I thought lyrically it would it might make Shane completely insane. No, I noticed <laughs> that there there there
3: were there was B roll for school, sure, and work, right, and even death. We had the bullets dropping down, but there was no B roll for
0: birth. Well, here's the thing, and let's all say it prayer of thanks for that, but uh, uh, <laughs> like, so the the um, thing that I noticed from looking at their Wikipedia entry is like this band is still together, and so when I see that song, I was like really, it's all work for you guys <laughs> at this point <laughs> like it's been 25 years of playing that song. They but had
2: one other song that I really liked called they? Unreal World. Yeah. Uh, I may have even bought the cassette uh, back in the day, but I was like oh yeah, it's the one song. You know, was yeah. It, was it a mini single? I mean, it was a, a whole album,
0: um, but, but I really love the, I really love, like, the 80s video techniques in this, like, the whole, like, so there's, like, one. There's a lot
1: of soft focus going on a lot when you're on stage, A lot of, There's great. no
0: drumming in the rain. I was disappointed by that. Uh, what was that early, like, <laughs> early band that
2: you picked for, like, our first mixtape show? It was, like, Gene Loves Jezebel. they wearing, like, a Batman shirt. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah,
2: it reminded me a little bit of that. Yeah,
0: I could say, Well, it was of the same era.
2: Well, yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. Like, like, I love how the drummer in this video, like he's got a bleach blonde mullet... And he's wearing like a white shirt with a, with <laughs> like a, a red shiny vest. red vest. <laughs> to, yeah, yeah. The but but, it, but you it's, low, like. it's 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 cinched low on um, like around his belly button. It literally looked like and he was wearing some weird like Mark pointed at like cravat slash bow tie thing, and it looked like he literally was going to finish playing the video and then just like walk across the street to his hotel bartender job. Yeah, <laughs> except that he had that kind of weird midwestern mom haircut.
2: Yeah, well, it was, yeah, well, it was yeah, like Rod Stewart. It was a little softer than Rod Stewart. It was a little softer. It was same color
1: as Rod Stewart, but it wasn't quite as spiky. Yeah, anyway, it looked more like cotton candy. That's well, it's well like you take
2: a Rod Stewart and mix it with like um, cotton candy with uh, Florence Henderson, <laughs> Brady Bunch era. Like, there you
1: go. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's an apt assessment. Anyway. <laughs> I, I love that song. I, really? I, I mean, Why? I, have a soft,
0: I just have a soft spot for it. Like You just have a
1: soft spot because it came out in a year. You're nostalgic because you were young.
0: Well, I'm, I'm sure that that's not... that doesn't affect of that the came outcome, out around
1: that but time like that, that I don't care a, for. It, it, you hear what's... Look, I remember at the time... I, I remember seeing it on 120 Minutes. And uh, I distinctly... I don't remember the day that I saw it, but I distinctly remember, like... Uh, I hate that chorus. I mean, I guess on paper it sounds great. There is no real... And then it just goes on. Like, you know what the song is going to do within 45 seconds. And then there's, like, multiple guitar solos in it. I mean, somehow they stretch it out to four minutes, and you've got a minute and a half long song in the first place. Don't get me wrong. Like, it's not like it's got that bass. But still, hey, I don't oh, like that right. either. So I
2: put I put the Godfathers in sort of that same campus like the Smithereens, who were probably a little bit better band. No, they but, are a better but, band, but yeah, but, but yeah but kind but of that power poppy. Yep, uh, You're but exactly. A little right. bit left of center uh, kind of deal,
0: and like to yeah. me, that's a perfectly catchy song. Limited and ceiling, but not the yeah. not the lowest of floors. Exactly, like, exactly. a mid, a mid, mid yeah, tier, perfectly mid, serviceable. Yeah, like, like perfectly yeah. serviceable. Yeah, a Again, long a di- single, a different kind of bar band. To True, a
1: different kind of bar band.
0: Yeah. Anyway, so they're not the Rolling Stones, but I thought it might uh, – maybe a little palate cleanser before we dive back in.
1: I love when the guy's, like, in the office and he's doing the masturbatory – like, literal masturbatory guitar solo. Oh, the guitar solos? He's for like, you? well
0: – yeah, they had that one scene where it's like he's like a it's like a big board like a leather boardroom chair. Yeah,
1: that's what I'm talking yeah. about.
0: But my favorite was not that part. It was the guitarist who was contorted in the same boardroom chair, but trying to look cool and do all the guitar solo shit. Except that he just looked like he was like I don't know, maybe having a seizure. Like, I, yeah, I think that's, yeah, that's the exact part. That is part what that I'm that's talking. That's about. what I'm talking about. Oh, okay.
1: Well, yeah. did you see that part?
0: <laughs> yes. Okay, good. Remember that? Yeah. Hey, hey,
1: remember that when that. Remember that time? That 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 guy with the the guitar and he was playing it in that chair? We're
0: we're all Chris Farley on this podcast. All right, let's get back into it.
2: Well, thank you, Kevin, for that little bit of uh, nostalgia. And it looks like we'll be getting back into... A different type of nostalgia, for a record I, I didn't really know.
0: Well, yeah. So I've been out in the alleyway doing some smack, and uh, oh, good! You I sound like to, that, getting, by into the way. The, getting into the spirit of it, I am. Yeah, I got to tell you, look like you're nodding I, off. I got to tell you, this heroin is just terrific. Oh, <laughs> yeah.
1: <you know? laughs> I'm really. I'm, I'm starting to feel I it. I love how you just you you had to. It wasn't, like, in my car. You just said you had to be in the... I was in the alleyway.
2: So there is, yeah. is there, like, a, a Yelp-style review site for recreational drugs? Yes. There is, actually.
1: Yes. It's called yeah.
0: <laughs> Right. Everything is, like, five stars, and then subsequently one star. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, <laughs> up t- updated my review. Yes.
2: <laughs>
0: I now feel like shit. <laughs> like, yeah, so we're back on uh the yeah, on, the, on the stones.
2: Yeah, and I uh, I while I was out in consuming my uh cancer stick, um I did manage to look at their old Wikipedia site a little bit, and apparently it wasn't as well reviewed upon
1: initial review. At the time it wasn't. Yeah. Well, we and see that a lot uh, with with a
0: lot of now, the albums we talk you'll about. You'll be shocked to know that Pitchfork gave the reissue a
1: ten out of ten score. It was ten out of ten. It oh, was ten of out of ten. Yes, I'm yes. shocked.
0: And uh, I tried to read the review, but it was all it was really hard to make out because there's just slobber all over it, and there's just like it's all smudgy. There's like there's like like, like semen on it. Oh, yeah. oh, I wasn't gonna go there, but still. Anyway, the point being is, um, they really. Really loved it, and although I will say um, it's a boring fucking
1: blues bar. Well, here, band but record. this is
0: this is also kind of and and to your point that you made earlier before we got to the intermission, I do think the story about the making of this record is more interesting than the record because there's no way that even if the record were better. Like in our eyes, like there's no way it could live up to the legend of like just this, all this disparate bullshit that was going on at the same time this band was in this really fertile. Well,
2: Rolling period. Stone, like, I, I'm not going to quote it exactly because it's paraphrased, but it says because of the uneven quality of the songs, and then this is the quote, uh, the Great Stones album of their mature period is yet to come. Yep. Well, yeah, Mick Jaggers is like, I had to finish the whole record myself because otherwise there were just these drunks and junkies. Of course I'm ultimately responsible for it, but it's really not good and there's no concerted effort or intention. <laughs>
1: Dude, read the <laughs> quote like he's got uh other than that, he, Mrs. Lincoln, he just sounds yeah. like such an asshole and everything. Listen to this shit. He's like at the time of the release he said <clears throat> this is on the Wikipedia page too, this new album is fucking mad. There's so many different tracks. It's very rock and roll, you know. I didn't want it to be like that. I'm the more experimental person in the group. You see, I like to experiment not go over the same thing over and over. Fucking asshole. I mean, well, no wonder nobody wants to be in a band with him. Well, I, I, I like to experiment, not go do the I same thing. I yeah. think this was around
2: the time that he was also their manager. And so I heard some interview with Keith Richards a few years back about like when he finally kicked heroin and he realized like how little control he'd had over this major part of his life for like so long just because like, Mick had been making all the decisions in the band for years and years. Um, well, you know... But I, I I'm sure know. he
1: woke up one day and realized he didn't have any control over his band, but the money just kept fucking piling up. So yeah. Well, that's also that got to be
0: one of those deals, too, where it's like if you're if you're in yeah, I can only imagine like if you're in an act like this and you're you are, again, right in this sort of fertile creative period where it's like the things that you are doing keep getting talked about as like being being the realization of something that is either either historic in that it's reflective of what of like old well, rock and roll turned up to eleven. Everybody's
2: heaping the praise on yeah. you, you know, and you're also making an ass ton of money.
0: Well, right, and and you certainly can't separate. How do the you two. quantify an ass ton exactly? Well,
2: it's different from the metric ass ton. <laughs> oh, right, the, that's the, right. Because the European down.
0: the European ass ton. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's um, just south of a nut ton. But I my yeah. point my point was <laughs> Thank <laughs> like thanks, Mark. Uh, was that maybe it really comes down to like. You know, it's not really necessarily a self-destructive thing. Maybe it was with Keith Richards. I don't know. Uh, but it's that like... That still alive. I know. Like, a, like
2: yeah.
1: He, he held it together somehow. Yeah. yeah. That has been... You realize, like, that shit, like, Keith Richards is still alive. Ha, ha, ha. You know, like, but that, that shit has been, been, a, been joke a joke for, my whole life. Yeah. yeah. My whole
0: life. Yeah. What was the old Bill Hicks bit about that? He's like... Uh, he's like... Diet nu- Coke. He was like, after nuclear war, there'd be only, like, two things that survive, like, Keith Richards and Bugs. I mean, like, right. I saw a bright light. I thought we were all <laughs> like, Anyway, um, but yeah, so so I just wonder if it was like one of these deals where, like, they're just like, I don't. What do we have to do to fuck this up? Like, at a certain point, it's like, you know, like, well, I mean, it's he just, kept showing up for shows and they yeah. kept recording albums. So, well, and I'm not talking about. I'm talking about like, like if this, like, this record was such a pain in the ass, which it sounds like it kind of was. And yet, there was this sort of sprawling, massive material. Like they yeah, just, recorded it at like
2: four or five different locations. I guess it almost
0: yeah. sounds like it was successful in spite of itself. So
2: well, didn't okay. So they record this over a span of like three years or something. So I guess they just sixty nine to seventy took stuff that wasn't fitting on the other records they were doing and kind of. Hodgepodge it all together. This is a B-Sides record, I guess, kinda. I mean, unreleased B-sides, stuff that you know they weren't putting on other shit, which maybe to these ears is why it sounds so une- uneven.
0: Well, the other thing we haven't really talked about is that uneven, this was boring. a this was a record that was put together. They, these guys were all evading their taxes, so that's like they couldn't record. They couldn't record in London, where they're from. And so, they were holed up in some place that Keith was, primarily in some place that Keith was renting re- re- in France. And so, uh, yeah, apparently that uh, Ventilator Blues song is about, like, there's only, like, one air conditioning unit or ventilator, like, air shaft or something in the room that they were recording in. I, I just and want
2: to like, hear him go, like, oué, Le Ha uh, sure. That's
0: yeah. just what you want. Yeah. That's uh, a. That's, that's how you look is for drugs. That's how you look for, is, drugs, you in you look for drugs in <laughs> the south yeah. of France.
1: Yeah. yeah. Do you say it like that because you, you because well, you sound like can... a member of Spinal Tap <laughs> speaking French <laughs> for Le a cocaine
0: second? cocaïne est sur la table. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have a shoe with cheese on it no, and I will should... massage your grandmother.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we listen to another <laughs> Rolling well, Stones song? I, I, do you want to do... We can do, do Turd on the Run. Which I'm,
2: I'm pretty sure was where the uh, the South Park guys got the inspiration well, for Mr. Hankey. So
1: what I want to know about Turd on the Run is... Um, oh, God. Which, number one, it's an amazing uh, song title, which we all know. But I want to know if that was the impetus for the eventual... Paul McCartney and Wings hit "Band oh, on sure. the Run." sure, yeah, I'm sure it was totally a because initially I thought that it was well, sort yeah, of it's like a call and response kind of thing between X, yeah. <laughs> right, right, yeah, yeah. right. Uh-huh. Like and th- because this song sounds, why don't we listen to a little bit of this and they're we'll hear how much basically the same song, pretty much <laughs> the same song. Let's listen to some "Turn on the Run," Mark. <laughs> Guys, yeah. are, you basically are the Donnie and Marie Osmond of <laughs> right now. We get that a lot.
4: Yeah, you, know, do you I'm re-
0: really more a little bit rock and roll though. Right, I'm a little bit, country. bit more country. He's a yeah. More country. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: you're a little bit more like '80s goth. Yeah, from the I am a little bit more '80s Sunday goth, goth a, yeah. than <laughs> Kevin is. More. I'm a little bit '80s goth. I'm a little bit. <laughs> Rock and captain meanwhile, the, yeah. there are lots that's of people that. who don't you get one of those hats. I want to hear the 80s that
2: goth that version of Band on the Run or Turn on the Run, either way.
4: That's
2: from
1: fucking like early 2000s. Band, Band on the Run. Segway, <laughs> Band on the Run.
0: Band on the Run. Party, f- party of on Five. The run. Segway, <laughs> Party of Five. <laughs>
1: Okay, yeah, that was a pretty good song. You know what? No, I was... it's upbeat and it's fun. It would probably be a
2: lot of fun live. Like, I'm not going to, you know, make it my new ringtone, but.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't it be weird? Because <laughs> it would never <laughs> get <laughs> like, <laughs> like, It's actually just for you. That's like, basically like, just. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> Shane's fine. calling <laughs>
1: that's, that's <laughs> time to put on some corn pone <laughs> <laughs> well and like halfway through the song you're like I, like when it started i was like oh yeah this this is pretty good and then like a minute and a half in, i'm like is this song over yet it's just the same riff this is just it? what the blues dude i mean that's just what the blues are like it's just the same shit over and over well, and in the same pattern child. and i will say, Dern- I will say. say.
0: At, at the beginning I, well, I didn't feel this way at the beginning but like about two-thirds into it a little sad like Slightly sad Yeah Because Almost yeah. bluesy I had Well I was a little down Like that's what I'm saying You're feeling the blues yeah, I feeling, Is that what you're saying I was feeling some of it Like mildly Like a Like a lighter blue But but still blue A certain shade of blue Yes yeah, like, like a, a powder yeah. blue Yes yeah, a, uh, a cerulean If you will. Would you say you had <laughs> <Yeah>. Running turds
4: <laughs> Yes I, I, don't, a, I don't know was, yeah. Yeah. Anyway was we're coming we, out At we, some point We uh,
0: digress Anyway <laughs> uh, Thanks for <laughs> Good God So thanks for uh, Thanks for sharing that Shane
1: uh, "Turd on the Run," or, yeah, or, or "Turd on the uh, Run." Well, Ryan's the one that brought it up. Oh yeah, I mean Ryan. Well, Ryan's laughing wasn't was co- so hard. Was col- he's crying. That was a right collaborative now. effort,
2: like, bringing you "Turd on the Run." Uh, yeah, no, it's
0: great. It's great. Myself. Um, overall takeaways
2: on the record. Yeah. Um, I think I espoused them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, <laughs> I,
1: I, I think, I, I think I'm that. pretty much like I. I say that it's a, that it's just a boring blues record and. But Most I, of it is. There, there, there well, are no, they're, they're, a couple tracks real, that they uh, diverge a little bit. There's real. Those hop- the ones where where
2: ke- ke- or, uh, uh, Mick is getting experimental. There,
1: there, there's there's good stuff on there. You're right. We didn't even get into the to the last part of it. The uh, LA gospel, gospel Billy stuff. Preston yeah, shit. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Stuff. And we
0: were and we really like we haven't talked. And I don't have a lot to cover here, but I, like I do think it's kind of interesting that like. Billy Preston was a dude that was playing with both the Beatles and the Stones, like right around. The How lake. much ass did that
2: guy get? Like clearly a lot. You would think, yeah, right? Yeah. Like
0: if if that's what he wanted, I would think that it would be there for the taking because it'd be like. Like just having the ultimate yeah, mic I'm drop. I would, if I were Billy Preston, I would carry a wireless mic around with me, and then just say things into it, and then just drop it and walk out of the room, and then just see how many really women followed you. That, that you know. happened a that, lot that, in the well,
1: late '60s, early '70s. Yeah,
2: early 70s, not, 70s, not, a of, not a lot of cordless <laughs> mic drops.
1: <laughs> well, it's really
2: more from. It's like, by the way, uh, and I like how keyboard keyboard. I, I yeah. like how he presents
1: yeah. this as though like you have a backpack full of cordless mics, and it's you just not a backpack. It's just one. Drop them. It's it's sort of like a Hansel and Gretel. You drop, drop, something something on the <laughs> drop the mic, <laughs> walk off. Well, yeah, so, and then do it again. Well, <laughs> you could just keep
0: doing it. Here's the other thing that you yeah, you could just carry one mic and then keep the cord in like, your you'd pocket. Have to go back and pick like, it up. Yeah. which kind of negates the mic drop. <laughs> it's like, pardon me, I, mean,
2: I left this here. He's outside, right. and you have like He's a, outside
1: the door <laughs> pulling the mic. He's got a whole team hired that they'll wheel the PA alongside of him.
2: <laughs> I I
4: hope so.
1: I mean, we were talking about it in, like, 1971, so. Yeah. Good God. Yeah. So, hey, listen, I, I think that this album would be great at a party in the background, and that's why Kevin is crying, too. Ryan and Kevin... It's, it's genetic. Yeah. ...are both crying.
4: <laughs>
2: well, I'm just really
1: sad. <laughs> I think that Next that is week, not Billy true. Preston
0: will just do... We'll just do, do an hour of Billy Preston bits. Yeah.
2: <laughs> dude, if you've got an hour of Billy Preston material, I'm going to be really impressed. Dude,
4: I'll let you do a
1: fucking hour of Billy that's, Preston. That's that's the one man show I would go see. <laughs> dude, he's got Kevin Newsom. <laughs> he's got talks fu- Billy Preston <laughs> he's for got an got diaries. He's, he's got spirals in his closet. He's been writing it down since junior high. <laughs> yeah. Been waiting for this moment to finally bring it out.
0: Who would be the audience for that? Like the guys, you obviously, uh, clearly, right? Yeah. Anyway,
1: yeah, this was a hoot. This was a lot of fun.
0: I gotta say, um, you know, those Rolling Stones will probably
1: sell some records. (laughs) I think you're probably right about that. You know, it's fun to to bring up. You talked about songs in the key of life. It's fun to bring up like the big albums that somehow we missed every so often, well, that's, whether that's we like it or not. sort of the
2: central crux of the show. We sometimes well, diverge a little bit, no and they're not, the, they're not the giant But I do records. find myself
0: thinking about, like, I think about this, and I think about, like, when we the Who's, Tr- Who's Could Do record, and some of the others that were, like, these big, sprawling things that I just didn't know. And it is, like, it's interesting to roll around in them a little bit. Like, my I,
1: dog does that dead skunk. Yes, exactly. Hopefully, uh, if that dead skunk possum, had some, had some melody... Was a possum? Oh, I don't want to hear about that. Yeah,
3: melodious skunk.
1: (laughs) God damn it! That was grudgingly good, Mark. Punterific. All right, current current affair. Yep. Ryan, you got it. Let's do a current affair. What you do? Go. We'll be back after this.
2: in the garage, because uh, I failed to uh, interrupt, the, or interrupt, uh, uh, introduce the song. Which is, in fact, Tame Impala's The Less I Know The Better. And we have just watched the uh, video and listened to the song. Which, I gotta say, pretty, like, kind of a uh, like direct narrative from song to video and, uh, you know, three-arc stro- story structure.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, that, that video is probably... Uh, you know exactly what's going on based on the song.
2: Exactly, and vice versa.
1: Yeah. And I, up to and including uh, the fact when he the gorilla gets a basketball thrown through him at the end. And, and it and turns into like 20 multicolored basketballs. basketballs. and float off. This is the second Tame Impala song that you have picked for a few minutes with, Ryan. Is that right? It is. Yeah, you picked on a Man a few months ago, uh, right before the album came out.
0: Well, I have to say... uh I have I have the first Tame Impala record, and I didn't buy this one because I kind of uh, what? This is the, not the second one. That's well, I have the I have um, the one that elephants like. I love that song. Elephant. Yeah, no. Well, Night. I'm trying to remember what the name of the whatever. Like I don't know their entire album structure. I know the like their band from Perth. I have the record that came out before this, this one. When I liked it, it, and you're like the the my point that I was trying to make was that uh that essentially like the like this band got kind of shared like i like sort of the most common narrative was like uh beatlesque like if the beatles had moved on into the 70s and gotten a little psychedelic like that mm-hmm. was sort of like that was the that was the low hanging fruit version of what this or the low bar version of what this band sounds like and i have to say that like i really was taken with the previous record quite a bit for a while, but I wore out on it. And so when this one came out, I was like, I don't know if I can do it. But um I that's the first I've heard of that song and I like I actually I
1: really enjoyed it. So I think they've moved Thanks, away Rick. away a little bit more from the psychedelic stuff that yeah. they they had sort of started with, got it, it doubled down on, and now there's a lot more like not synth pop. There's a there's a very cohesive sound on this album. The the songs are Fucking stand out um, There's a little melancholy There's a little bit of uh, Of synth bass A lot of synth bass On and it These
0: guys are from Perth Which I've also heard Apparently is the San Diego of Australia So they got that going
1: well, for isn't it Well not it on the uh, the like, Other
0: side of the continent It from, is Yeah like like most of it. Yeah That's a fish Yeah th- that is I would fish, like to say
2: that can Canada change. did a really good job With this video
1: Yes <laughs> Canada did fine work On this, on this the, video The entire country Of Canada
2: Well dropped acid and uh was still really proficient um yeah like it's now, a well-made video I Like but, the paint
3: drip thing
2: that was well the guy like starts amazing. to barf and it comes out and it's just paint dripping onto a xerox then it turns into a woman yeah
1: yeah, yeah. see i feel like that old trope yeah yeah <laughs> i feel like they took what <laughs> come on canada <laughs> we had talked to uh, like <laughs> go ahead Shane. go ahead no, no no it's fine uh you you had just talked about the the psychedelia like their especially their first couple of albums like really d- delve into and um, I feel like you know we watched the video for I'm a Man you remember I'm a Man Woman well, vaguely I may yeah, I may have had a bit of it sounds, a buzz it, buzz sounds on. It. it sounds exactly like just the way like I'm that it. Yeah. yeah I'm a Man
2: Woman uh, now you just sound like Muddy Waters again
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's kinda like a Muddy Waters voice <laughs> I'm where a man, man really high <laughs> yeah
4: because yeah. right. so I'm a
1: man. Uh, but I think the psychedelia has been transferred to their to their videos now.
2: Yeah, maybe they took it out of the music and put it on the screen. Cause, like, yeah, th- you know, I don't know. Uh, that that joke definitely did not land earlier with the whole like narrative cohesion thing. Yeah, um, but
0: oh, I knew what you were saying. not not a lot. Yeah, no, there's it is it's
4: not very, a lot
1: of narrative cohesion.
0: Yeah, a lot of titillation. Yeah, a lot of titillation. Th- but that is a truth statement. Comparatively abstract. Otherwise. Uh, I oh would yeah, say man, like like it's visually interesting like it doesn't you know it's not totally da da.
1: Had had I been if if this video had come out when I were thirteen or yeah uh, instead of like Tony Katane like doing cartwheels mm. across cars this would have been the video I was. You'd have been locking yourself I'd in be, the bathroom. I would have like locked myself in the bathroom. You'd but have paused
3: the VCR at certain yeah. points. I would have yeah.
1: been I would have been pausing the VCR to this one. Accepting uh, the gorilla. Well, I'm sure Tipagor is pissed. Trevor, <laughs> Trevor, yes. Yeah, what up with Trevor?
2: Like, like
1: uh, he's he's taunting the other guy. I mean, there might it might be allegorical he, somewhere. Allegorical, yeah. Trevor. It was the you know well, the idea like of the, Trevor. He's the gorilla in the room yeah. with the fact they're not fucking; they're just doing mouth sex or something. I'm just B- blowing my Mouths. mind
0: here. <laughs> I don't know. Well, then
2: you know, preceding the actual music, there is mouth sex going on.
1: Well, yeah, but he's saying don't make me wait too long. And then, you know, like it just seems like that Trevor might be the gorilla in the room because they're just doing mouth sex and not like the real stuff. So maybe that's somewhere that's that's. Yeah.
2: No, I love it. You're breaking this down. Like.
1: I'm not. I'm just saying <laughs> perhaps that b- that might be in there. Fuck off. Anyway,
0: this was fun. Yeah. Yeah. So what is uh? so so what's next week? Who's um, got the next one?
2: Actually, it's funny since this was a nearly pornographic. Oh video, yeah, yeah. We have the new pornographers. Oh with, yeah, the uh, new pornographers. And actually, like I'm a fan of two of the members of that band's solo work. Yeah, but have never listened to a, a new pornographers record. You've so heard
1: I, them on the radio.
2: Maybe. Um. Anyway, Mass Romantic. Uh, from the new pornographers.
1: Okay. Look forward to it. it sounds <sighs> well, good to me. Well, Wait, that's... which ones are you fans of? Nico Kays
2: and uh, AC Newman
1: and Dan Baer? I don't know his stuff. Yeah, you do. Destroyer. We have talked about it.
2: Before. I know we talked about yeah, it. I don't know you, if I know it. Yeah, you know. Uh, yeah, I right. think So man, yeah, you know. Yeah, all right, man. I feel when you do. You guys yeah.
0: gonna talk about this all the way till next week?
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we'll just keep it rolling. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Mark just said that with an angry scowl on his face. Mark's all right, let's g- let's let's go. Let's get out of here. Sorry for belaboring the point. I'm Shane. Ryan. I'm Kevin. And Mark.